This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by WarbyParker.com. Get a free five-day home try-on at WarbyParkerTrial.com slash red. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 98 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I am your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. This is the 98th <gasps> official episode, yes. the 200th total file episode quick bite thing put into our feed. Yes, we've uploaded 200 items according to Apple Podcasts. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we've kind of hit, we're practicing for the milestone. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're kind of there. How, how are we doing? Let us know <laughs> <laughs> at Runny Drink Pod on Twitter or Runny Drink Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> I got all excited when I saw that 200. I'm like, wait a minute. Woo-hoo! Yeah, because they, they count all the items. So you know how... We were uh, traveling back today, and I put out something in the feed that said, you know, hey, we're traveling, so we got to put it out on uh, a day late, that but we'll the get there. That was the thing that pushed us over. And that was the thing that pushed us over. Well, all right, well, we're still not to the centennial episode so. yet, but we're the, practicing. The official episode, yes, and we'll we'll have to do some kind of fanfare, some kind of... Thing. musical production I, I don't know there will be streamers fireworks um, there there will definitely be beer or other <laughs> beverage or other beverages because you know i am so excited about today's episode because we kick off our coverage of the donna marathon weekend and it is an all weekend affair starting on friday with the social shakeout run for us on Saturday, no, we did not surprise you and jump in on the 110 Ultra. No, we ran the 5K on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, try as try as I may, I just couldn't work up the nerve no. to to do my first 86 mile warm up before wow. the marathon. Right. So Saturday. we we stick with the 5K on Saturday and then the half on Sunday as far as Donna running events go and. We, of course, have great food and beverage to bring to you from the place that has always hosted the social shakeout run, Southern Grounds. So we get to talk about coffee, which you know we love, and some great brunch items. Yeah, this is a a neat little place down on the beach that is just quaint and the the food and the drinks are incredible so people are great we're really excited to bring this one to you and this week is going to be all about the short runs yeah so much like the donna weekend they don't just drop you right into the big races it's like you know you warm up it's like this steady uphill of the roller coaster you know and then when you get to the top of the hill then on sunday 
they cut you loose. Yeah. Or they cut us loose for the half marathon. A whole bunch of people for the marathon, and then people from the ultra came in for the finish. Yes. <laughs> and and props to them. You could call this the social shakeout episode, I suppose. You, you could, but we're also talking about the five k. True. So as as part of our booby trap challenge. Yes, and we yeah. might need to. Well, when we get it into the episode into full swing you have to explain what that is for people i will since this is a race that is to beat breast cancer yes and it's very near and dear to our hearts so shall we start yeah i think this is a a good place for us to start so let's talk about the running let's talk about the running and it, it started with us on friday in what they call the social shakeout run. Yeah, this gets you down into the area right there on the cusp of Atlantic and Neptune Beach, or beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, these are actually two separate towns that are the right adjacent beaches. to each other. This is mm-hmm. the Jacksonville beaches area mm-hmm. proper. And it's the cutest little town center area. It's got nice mm-hmm. shops and mm-hmm. bars and restaurants and just uh, it's got a, a such a great character they've got a mm-hmm. nice little um, courtyard with um it looks like a, i guess it's a roundabout where you drive through and um uh, just a fan and it's right one block off of the beach oh it's beautiful you could you could look in between two businesses and see the water absolutely and then you can walk right to the water from where we were which and we've done yeah which and we, we did, did. uh huh which we we did after the social shakeout run to get a couple of pictures that I think you posted on social media for mm-hmm. us in the feed. And we did live broadcasts on the morning of the 5K and we actually started one of them from the beach. Yes, we did. And walked in. But the social shakeout run is really a no pressure, no brainer, no pressure. You meet at Southern Grounds and you get to be with what they call VIPinks, VIP, <laughs> very important people related to the Donna Foundation and the Donna Marathon, Donna Deegan herself, founder Jeff Galloway. I don't think uh, Dr. Edith Perez was quite there yet this year. although Not we, for the social shakeout. Not for the social shakeout, but we saw her in the Runner's Village on the 5K, the day of the 5K, talking and schmoozing and getting caught up with people. And for those that don't know, Donna Deegan was a local or is a local celebrity in the Jacksonville area. She was a news anchor up there, and she she used her diagnosis to help bring attention to and rally people behind the cause mm-hmm. to get rid of breast cancer through the fundraising town. and awareness and to support the families mm-hmm. of people who are there getting treatment at Mayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole town has just adopted and gotten behind this cause. And she did it in partnership with her doctor, Dr. Edith Perez, from the Mayo Clinic. Yes. And Jeff Galloway, who you know is a friend of the show. You heard him at the start, shouting out her show. And we talked to the three of them last year, and we can link in the show notes to that. So... That you know kind of the story behind this whole race weekend because it was, what, the the 13th annual 
Yes. I believe. And we last year were able to sit down with all three of them at the same time. Yeah. And there's a video in the mm-hmm. feed. And yeah. So when, when you see that, or if you're hearing that one and you want to check it out and see the people mm-hmm. talking, just check out that episode yeah. in your podcatcher that, that'll let you see video. Yeah. Well, we'll link back to that in the show notes. So the social shakeout run is just a 5K and it's leisurely. It's not timed. It's not really a a sectioned off course. And I think that the weather was such that it was, it was so cold and breezy that the normal turnaround sign blew away, blew away. So they had to tell us, Hey, you know, turn around and X. No, if your if your watch is, you know, not, not working, just know the turnaround is at 18th street. So we had some wonderful words from Donna and from Amanda from the foundation who is a Boston qualifier. Shout out to her. So she just recently qualified for Boston for 2021. Wow. Yeah. So she, she and Donna got a group picture. We saw Jeff and his wife, Barb. We had some words of encouragement and inspiration from them. And then we were off on the course. It was a beautiful sunrise. And then we got going and it, it was colder weather, but it wasn't unbearable. No, this year we had temperatures in the upper Mm fifties or, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mid fifties. Up yeah. to the mid fifties, started in the upper forties, yeah, yeah, and very breezy, twenty mm-hmm. thirty mile an hour winds. The mm-hmm. night before, we had this really bad squall line come through, yeah, um, and, and actually there were tornado watches and warnings all in over. the area mm-hmm. all the way through Florida. Mm-hmm. And when we got there to hear that the sign blew away, I actually wasn't terribly surprised. Yeah, yeah, but that that's a great a great event. Because we got to run along what we knew would be part of our half marathon course and see the beaches and get in the mood and just get warmed up on those streets and start to see the, the Donna Marathon weekend signs and to see Donna herself and Jeff and so many people, uh, a couple of whom that are really close to our hearts, like uh, Dr. Andy Sharp mm-hmm. and, and, her husband, and Mike. her husband, Mike, and to also meet, meet some of the bouncy hunters again. And just, I mean, I I think it took us maybe 50 minutes to an hour to, to do that leisurely 5K and then come back and it, and a lot of people were getting pictures and then, lingering for breakfast and coffee and just socializing and getting inspired and yeah and just hanging out with uh, people who are all there for Mm -hmm. the cause to do what they can to support people fighting breast cancer and their families and and the 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 business opens its arms it opens its Mm. doors yeah the the run itself takes you through um the neighborhood right real really it's the street before you get to the berms and then head out to the water Mm -hmm. so you are basically paralleling the beach the entire time Mm -hmm. and it's just a quick out and back course nothing nothing major and 
we had to take everything very slowly because we were going to be running the social shakeout on Friday. And then? The 5K on Saturday. And? and the half marathon on Sunday. So this was absolutely not about time. It was just about getting limbered up. Right. And enjoying the people. Yeah. Who were there. Getting the endorphins going. Yeah. Feeling good. And enjoying that cooler weather. Mm -hmm. We don't get a lot of that here in Florida. It's nice to see it every now and then. And unlike last year, we actually had sun. We did. So it was was cooler. It was windy, but it was also sunny, Mm -hmm. which was a good bit different than what we had the year prior, which Mm -hmm. was cooler, windy, and cloudy. So a much more pleasant um, environment all in all. Yeah. And I also like going through those neighborhoods. A lot of those homes are still recovering from Hurricane Matthew Mm -hmm. and seeing the year over year progress of these houses as they're being rebuilt and seeing the community, the neighborhood coming together and the people getting their their houses rebuilt and seeing that some are prepping for their decorations for the big race day. Yes. They're starting to put their pink out. Yeah. So very cool to see. So we did the social shakeout and then we had to do, we had to go to the expo for packet pickup on that day. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. uh, That opened at noon, I think. Opened at noon on the first day. Yeah. And when we got there, there was quite a line and they had changed it last year it was in an old Kmart yeah they every year they're they're I give them credit they're trying to perfect this and I don't know that they've they've hit the the sweet spot yet and from what we understand from the history of the race the Morocco Shrine Auditorium or event center and, and church they have hosted the expo before. Oh, have they? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, not in the last three years. This was no, a first for us. Not in the last three years, but they say they were going to return to the roots ah. in all of the athletes, runners, guides, and things like that online. So we got there, and there was just a line out the door and around the building. Yeah, the Morocco Shrine is a is a um, like a Shriners temple but Mm -hmm. they've got a huge parking lot and Mm -hmm. a really big facility yeah we parked probably an eighth of the mile of a mile from the front door Mm -hmm. and walked and the line was out the front door and down the length of the building yes and i was like oh my gosh what in the world is going on here well a couple of things inside they had all the the expo on the main floor and there's a stage and up on the stage is where the packet pickup is and apparently there is a weight limit on that stage yeah they they had to actually feed people up there through the line single file and, mm-hmm. and be mindful of the number of people on the stage at any given time yes. so it created a line that went out the door down the building now the line did move quickly it did move quickly now for us because we had things to shoot for the show yeah we actually had uh, a couple of a couple of scheduled interviews we had to go do yeah we we had to actually abandon the the weight 
and come back and complete our full packet pickup the next day. So what's good about the Donna weekend that you should know is if you can't get to the expo on Friday and you are a part of the 5K on Saturday, there is a hospitality tent where you can pick up your bib for the 5K and run. They just won't have your shirts. Right, and then you can go back to the Morocco Shrine to complete your full pickup of your runner accoutrement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your, your shirts and the other goodies, yeah. that's where you, you got to go for that. And I don't blame them. That You know no. what? That's that's actually very efficient, I mm-hmm. think, because that runner's village gets packed mm-hmm. and you can go there, get your bib, get your pins mm-hmm. and get into the corral yeah. and get all your other stuff later on after the run. Sure. And which you're, is, you're not snagging up or creating a big traffic jam right there. Which is what we ended up doing. So we ended up getting to the 5K probably a little bit earlier than we would normally. Okay, so now we are on to, the, when we say 5K now, this is day two. The official 5K and the start of what's called our booby trap challenge. All right. So... so Enlighten everybody. So what is for, this booby trap challenge? If, if you don't know you it already from listening to us, or if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are in it for a lot of things, but near the top of the list would be the bling, I would say. I would say so too. So whenever there's a race challenge, we are suckers for a race challenge. And the booby trap challenge is to do the 5K on Saturday and then on Sunday to either do the half marathon or the full, and thus doing the two races, you get a bonus medal for having completed two races in the race weekend. Yes. So that's so the social shakeout what we registered for. Yeah, this social shakeout doesn't count. You get no medal for the challenge for the for the social no. shakeout no. run. That's just to go and and have a good time. Right. The actual legitimate races that have awards that are official that have blank at the end would be the 5k the ultra the 110 ultra the half and the full yeah so we registered for the booby trap challenge to include the 5k and the half so we picked up our 5k bibs in the runner's village the morning of the 5k And the people at the hospitality booth were so great. You just show your email that has the QR code and they they scan it. They give you your bib and then they say, hey, just don't forget to go by the expo and complete your packet pickup. Yeah. And that morning for the 5K, we chose to take a lift from our hotel. Which was great. Down down to Southern Grounds Coffee. Again, the same place for the social shakeout, which is about... Uh, one-tenth of a mile from the runner's village in the start line. So yeah. you're you're right there at it. So great. So, so great. So give so, me your thoughts on the 5K. So we picked up our bib, and the 5K is very different from the social shakeout run path. It goes in the opposite direction. It starts, and we pass southern grounds, and then we immediately start to go into weaving weaving in and out of neighborhoods. Along, I believe, Neptune Beach. The beach town. Yes. Yes. And this year, I felt like there were more people out on their porches with their dogs yes. on the 5K course. And there was one that Donna 
either the Donna Foundation or the 26-2 with Donna on Instagram featured this dog. And it looked like, I don't know, it was red like a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Mm -hmm. But up on the second story porch. Oh, I saw this one. And up on his hind legs, just like, you know, watching the runners and checking it all out. And there were people with pom-poms and there were signs. Signs. And it was just great as we weaved in and out of the neighborhoods. And I think about halfway through the race, we had people probably from a a Galloway training group that were cheering us on the sidelines as we made a turn towards closer to the beach who said, hey, it's the podcast lady, (laughs) which was great. Made me feel really great. And... Uh, then we went on and we had a little bit of the out and back where we saw some faster runners coming back in and, and us still going back out. But it was kind of by the beach so you could smell the fresh sea air, mm-hmm. sea salt in the air. And you could see the beautiful sunrise coming up or actually the sun had already high in the sky, but it's beautiful sky, beautiful beaches and just People cheering you on, the police keeping us safe on the course and navigating all the traffic in the right way. And then just coming in and the people who were lined up in that last, you know, 0.1, it's 3.1 miles, that last, it's like a humongous pep rally for runners yes uh and and they're on either side of you cheering you on taking pictures and then donna is at the finish actually with her camera snapping shots of all of us as we come in that was just i I think the, the course was great nice and flat and it was short and it didn't really matter the time it mattered that you were enjoying it, that you were surrounded by people with the survivor bibs. Yeah. The I, pink survivor bibs. I was going to say, this is, unlike the social shakeout run, which is just a bunch of, you know, like-minded friends getting together and, and doing a quick 5K and having breakfast afterward, this is the first in the race series where you get the full experience of having people with their bibs on mm. and seeing people, maybe they're only going to do the 5K. Sure. Because they, maybe that's the, well, all they train for or sure. all they're physically able to do because of their, their treatment. But you're seeing all of the survivors, the people who are currently getting treatment, the families that are running for loved ones who mm-hmm. can't be there, um, yeah. maybe for those who've passed. So um, that was the first wave of emotion and it gives you chills when you when you are running right along with people with those pink bibs that say survivor and white Mm -hmm. and the people who have the white i'm running for bibs and it could be just a list of people for some, it was a list, and, and there was even one I took a photo of that had three bibs on. Three separate bibs, and just so many friends and family members and loved ones fighting. And there was, uh, I just, I mean, you could tell it was a community supporting and fighting to end this terrible disease. Yeah, and it was, it, it, it's so inspiring, and... 
again, there are tons of 5Ks out there that you could run and tons that support mm-hmm. uh, breast cancer research. And, and other worthy causes. And if you can't get to this one, go run one of those. Yeah. But this one gives you such an amazing feeling. And the, mm. again, the people who run it get into it. The community embraces it like nothing else that we've ever seen. And we've talked about that before on the show. We've talked about it on other podcasts. Sure. It's just, uh, yeah. it, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, and for uh, a 5k, I think this, this 5k benefits from the fact that the start line is for the 5k is actually the finish line of the half and the full yeah. and the ultra. Yeah. So you're actually running, like you said, the other direction and you, you're kind of going down Basically, I think the back half of the of the full marathon. I believe is, so. Is the part I mean, that you're I don't know because we haven't done it, but yeah. And it benefits from that because so many of the houses are already decorated mm-hmm. for the 5K. Yeah. So I think they're they're really you know you're getting to see that mm-hmm. if you and you wouldn't get to see it otherwise unless you were running the full. Yeah. So maybe. Someday. And but this, this yeah. race that day, it was uh, probably five degrees cooler or, or warmer the, the second day than it was during the social shakeout. So I think we yeah. started in the 50s and never got into the 60s. Yeah, it was really nice. So No humidity. Very nice. Again, very sunny mm-hmm. and just very pleasant. Uh, windy. Yeah, windy. Yeah. So, you know, something to consider if you're trying to PR, which I don't think that there, might, there were probably some people trying to PR. I'm sure. But... So many more were just out there to be with everybody else. Yeah, and the medal, let me just say, the medal is the the pink ribbon with arms and legs like it's running. Yes, the medal's adorable. Which is also on the episode artwork, but it, I I just love it, and it had like a, a purplish ribbon mm-hmm. this year, and it, I mean. It's, and it has the date and the Donna 5K and all of that. I just, I love the medals here. They do a great job. And the, the medal, the, the 5K medal is not super big. No. In fact, I would say the medals this year for, for. They were smaller. Were a little bit smaller. But I think the attention to detail within the artwork was great. That was what I was going to say. Um, and. When we get to next week's episode, when you we show you what the Donna Medal looks like mm. for the half, yeah, and for the booby trap, yeah, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, this medal didn't disappoint me at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, I guess it's blue and purple, the ribbon. Yeah, but it's yeah, the medal was great, and at the after party there was mini bar donuts, which we have covered in the past. Yes. And there was also a line of pizzas that is sold in grocery stores, and they actually had a, a, a round oven. Not like a brick oven, but they had a, like a round oven, and they were cooking. I think it was brick-lined, and it was, was, it? A, it was a copper oven I don't know, it looked on a copper. trailer. Yeah, on a trailer, and they, were, uh, and, and they were offering different versions of the pizza. Slices of their frozen flatbread pizzas. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just want to say, Post Tavern missed you yeah come back to the expo we know you're around the corner come back to the runner's village we need you i'm sorry yes the village not the expo yeah you you know what we're saying but that pizza was not bad and those mini bar donuts were divine they really were so they were great there was not beer at this uh runner's village after party not for the they saved that for the big day correct Mm -hmm. 
So that is kind of a wrap up of the start of our weekend. Yeah, I would say that if you're looking to go and experience this weekend, the social shakeout is a fun thing to do that will familiarize you with the Jacksonville Beaches area, Mm -hmm. gives you a great idea of how far it is from, Mm -hmm. from your hotel if you're looking to commute in, whether it's to drive in or Uber or Lyft. Um, worth doing. Absolutely. I, I think it's it's worth doing, and, and it's if no for no other reason, it gets you out into the Jacksonville Beaches area, which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and a lot of people were getting done at, at uh, Southern Grounds, and they were heading out to the beach. Right. They were heading out to the beach. We headed out to the beach to get some shots, and then we headed to the expo to finish our packet pickup. But I think that uh, it, it's absolutely worthwhile to do the social shakeout. Mm-hmm. The 5K itself, as far as 5Ks go, this is probably one of the most enjoyable, low-pressure, mm. um, inspiring. I mean, I mean, it's so weird to say. You know, you don't get inspired by a lot of 5Ks. At mm. least I don't. Um, but and and it's not the race itself; it's the people. And it's the people, the people that you're out there with. That yeah. you know that that are running for family and friends, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's pretty incredible. And you were seeing things like like groups of friends who had a friend that was had passed, or a friend that was in treatment. Mm-hmm. You were seeing office groups getting together, running mm-hmm. for somebody in their office. I mean, just stuff like that. And you know, again, this is a, such an insidious disease that's going to impact everybody whether yeah. directly or indirectly you know and and seeing people come together for that and being able to be a part of that was mm-hmm. pretty special yeah for sure so we couldn't recommend these shorter distances and even if you can't do a 5k right after the 5k at nine o'clock the 5k was at 8 a.m the nine o'clock race is a family fun run and the medal is the cool. same size. It's just a, a rubber black metal, right? Yeah, they did. It's it's the same size, but it's that rubberized um, silicone. Yeah, and full color. Mm-hmm. Really cool little metal. Yeah, I black and it. pink. Yeah, I looked at that and I'm like, why didn't we run this? It w- we should have. <laughs> we should have. So maybe we'll add that to the. <laughs> Maybe we'll add that to the I want whole more, thing. I want more bling. I'm, right? I'm easily bought with things, shiny sure, things. Sure. So, but, you know, at the same time, we were also hungry after the 5K. Oh, actually, we were, uh, no joke. I mean, that's, yes, that's our segue into the food portion, but <laughs> legitimately, we didn't eat anything for breakfast that morning. Nope. Knowing what we had waiting for us. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Southern Grounds. Yes, they have coffee and it ranges from light, medium, dark roast. They have lattes, cappuccinos, but they also have a full menu of breakfast and they have beer and wine. Yes. That's something you don't see very often. This is a coffee shop with Mm. a beer and wine license. Yes. And they have a pastry case. And you can see them preparing the drinks at the counter. And then it's just a nice little space inside and then a patio outside. And their patio space is actually very large. It's very large. Larger than the restaurant. Yeah, it's like a brick kind of situation out there, Mm -hmm. which is very pretty. And so you can find 
seating out there and there's patio seating at the front on your way into the cafe and then also there's a back patio where the restrooms are and it's share it's a shared patio with the other businesses right yeah. around there too but you can take your food mm-hmm. and beverage and go to any of the tables that are out there yeah so it's great and it's a beautiful area it's great so we decided hey we were going to have breakfast at southern grounds and we got three different items from the menu so that we could show you the killer breakfast that they are providing right there. We did it for science. We did it for you. These are the sacrifices that we at the Running Green <laughs> Podcast make for our <laughs> listeners. We got the pancakes. We got, and you can get three pancakes, but we got two pancakes so that we could get more on the menu. We also got a grits bowl, and then we got what they call the brunch toast. And uh, you can't go wrong with any of these three items, Mm-mm-mm. so check it out. Start with the pancakes. The pancakes. We got two pancakes for six fifty. You could add a side of meat for two bucks, so you could have bacon, you could have sausage, that kind of thing. For eight fifty. Yeah. A short stack and a side mm-hmm. of meat. And they were fluffy pancakes. They were buttery. They they were served with a mound of butter on top, and the maple syrup was sweet and warm, and oh, they, just okay. They warm. You had already poured it. They warmed it. They warmed the maple syrup. I yeah. love that's such a nice, nice touch. Because you were all over the grits bowl first, oh but my gosh. but they, um, it was warm, and they came with two little kind of ramekins of mm-hmm. of maple syrup. But I can't tell you. I mean, they were cooked perfectly. They were buttery, mapley, delicious, sweet. Perfect and color. I the mean, perfect color, yeah. They, they had a t- just a tinge of crispness on mm. that ex- exterior. It was so good. And that fluffy, pillowy interior. I, when you get a pancake done right, there's really nothing like it. Right. Right. And I think it's a totally different experience from a waffle. Yes. Because the waffle has that harder, crunchier exterior and less of the billowiness inside. Yeah. And it's a different, it's different textural mm-hmm. experience. And I think it's just a different. Yeah. I have to be in the mood for a waffle. Oh, but we've had some good waffles on the show, I'm telling you. Yeah. But you were all about the grits bowl first, my friend. Well, I was. And here's why. You know, so many people that get exposed to grits are exposed to the store-bought, quick cooking, Mm -hmm. instant stuff. And that's fine if that's all you can get. But you haven't had grits until you have gotten coarse ground preferably stone ground grits because that's just traditional and they serve theirs there's a white corn stone ground coarse grit Mm. that they topped with a poached egg and this is where the magic happened for me you can poach an egg and have so many different outcomes oh sure no two poached eggs are necessarily going to be the same they got theirs so right. They poach their eggs to the point where you get a gelatinous yolk mm. as opposed to a runny yolk. Really? It was great. Mm. They because top- they know how to do a runny egg. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I, not nothing against those of you who love runny eggs, but anybody can do a runny egg. Okay. So this poached egg took a little more skill, a little more thought. Timing. And timing. Mm -hmm. They top these white stone ground grits Mm. with cheddar cheese, 
some of the best chopped bacon I've had mm. and chives for seven bucks. Seven bucks. And this is big enough to be your standalone breakfast. You don't need anything else to go with it. No, we we just we just wanted to We try had a sampling a lot. and we're 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 tasting again yeah. for you, the audience. <clears throat> but for seven dollars you're getting this massive bowl of grits, this perfectly poached egg, and all of these delicious toppings. I mean, there's just there's nothing to complain about there. But wait, there's more. Um Oh, yeah. Because this is where they know how to do a runny egg. Mm -hmm. So they know how to do any kind of egg you want, essentially, is what we're saying to you. <laughs> but this brunch toast, yes, there's avocado toast on the menu, on the regular menu, but this was a brunch toast special. We got it on sourdough. They normally do it on whole wheat, but they were out of it. And I was so glad that they were because I loved that sourdough bread they used. Fresh guacamole instead of sliced avocado. So they had made guacamole. Tiny heirloom tomatoes, yellow, red, everything. Edible flowers, little green edible flowers sprinkled over the top of a perfectly poached egg. So you had the toast, the guacamole, the guacamole, the egg, the flowers, the heirloom tomatoes. Oh. The the heirloom tomatoes are actually kind of the star of this And they dish were sliced. Yeah, they sliced them. They're basically they heirloom grape tomatoes. Yeah. And they're the star because if you go buy a pint of heirloom tomatoes at your local grocery store, a lot of times they don't taste like a whole lot. These? They're, they're not terribly sweet. They're not really super tart. They're just kind of there. These had such incredible flavor. I did, they did. They were sweet, juicy, and tart but they stood up to the toast if that makes sense and the toast is a very thick slice of bread mm, yeah this was easily a half inch thick slice of bread yeah it's not like your regular slice of bread but it's not to the size of texas toast it's in the in-between so good call yeah and i can't tell you like that guacamole was that smooth texture that buttery texture of the avocado and the tanginess of the lime and the and the textures of the vegetables that were in the guacamole. Mm -hmm. And then the poached egg actually ran over the, the top when you broke it. So you had the warm yolk. You had, oh my God, just those <laughs> edible flowers just added some of that greenery. It was so much better than just parsley. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, oh. it, it's all about the presentation you eat with your eyes. This is such a pretty dish. I mean, we took a photo of it. Yeah, it was and, gorgeous. You know, we, were, we were those nerds taking pictures of their food, <laughs> but it's okay. And it's totally worth it. Yeah. And I don't know if the, the difference in the poach between the two was because maybe my egg was supposed to be a little runnier but because know. it was on the hot grits that cooked it a little more. Maybe. But it worked beautifully. But your or the, the toast was killer. Oh my gosh. And, and we split the toast. So like we divided it in half and then the egg ran down it and it was just, Oh my amazing. God. And those grits you had, those were great too. That stone ground texture in your mouth. 
Yeah, so for the two of us to split these three items, you're talking about fourteen fifty fifty twenty one dollars for three items. For that three I mean, items you're totally for two people to split. You are totally satisfied with just the one, just any of those single items. You could be so. So, if you're gonna head to the Jacksonville beaches for vacation for runcation, if you're coming to this race next year, yeah, you have got to check out. Southern Grounds Coffee, they Mm -mm -mm. are doing some absolutely amazing stuff. And Mm -hmm. there's even more on their menu that we haven't even talked about. Oh, I know. And, you know, reading through that menu is is just, you're you're amazed. They do omelets, they do breakfast sandwiches, they do that lox and onion and cream cheese. They're doing a ton out of a tiny kitchen. Yeah, it's awesome. And the fact that you were even able to read the menu is courtesy of you know, our sponsor who has like returned. Your, your segue is just so nice to me. <laughs> yeah. But no, I am full of love for Warby Parker. We're, and we're happy to have them back as our sponsor. We, yes. They ran for a few weeks ahead of the holidays. To, mm-hmm. We took the holidays off and yeah. now they're back and we're welcoming them back to the show. Yes, as you may recall, if you are longtime listeners of the show, we had the Warby Parker trial, the in-home trial that was free, five pairs, five days, totally free. I got five different pairs from the website. They were shipped to me, and then I had the time to try them on stare at myself endlessly in the mirror. Okay, not endlessly, but sort of. Get the opinion of my intrepid co-host here. Also, time enough to take pictures, post them on social media, and even hear feedback from Warby Parker and some of our friends and listeners of the show. And I ended up getting the Georgia out of the the five different pairs that I tried on. Yeah, so much has happened since uh, they were last on the show. So you ordered your glasses, you yep. got them, you're you're living with them day to day. Oh, they came they in look, like, yeah. You, they look great. They came in this packaging. The presentation was just, you know, you, you take them out of the box and it's a hard Navy, plast, uh, Navy uh, traveling case. Mm-hmm. And inside of it is the cleaning cloth. And I love that on the back of the cleaning cloth, there is the story of Warby Parker. Yeah, the unboxing that you did yeah. kind of reminded me of unboxing some some high-end electronics. Sure. I mean, it was sure. just like really nice packaging Yeah. on that. Yeah. And, you know, the trial, the in-home trial with the five pairs, you know, you don't have to pay for the shipping. For that to get to you or to get to you or to send them back it's all prepaid labels and no must no fuss all ready to go no pressure and when i got the lenses i felt like yeah i i could just read everything again (laughs) (laughs) and in style for half of what i paid for my last pair of glasses. That's not bad at all. Really? And you liked them so much, I think you just ordered a second pair. I did. Maybe. And actually, I'm taking a chance on ones that aren't included on a home trial. But 
Oh. Because I loved so much. Yeah, they do have a few uh, a selection of frames they don't include on the home trial yet. Yeah. I think those are some of the, the fancy frames. So yeah, so I'm going fancy, fancy this time. Wow. But, but the home trial is really the way to go to get started. Yeah. I, you know, Warby Parker doesn't think that glasses should cost as much as an iPhone, and their prescription glasses start at $95, and that includes mm. the prescription lenses. Yeah. All the glasses include anti-reflective and anti-glare coatings. That They don't charge you anything extra for that at all. They include that hard case and cleaning cloth that we were talking about, so you get yep. that premium packaging experience and the accessories with your glasses when you order them. Mm. And they can even do digital freeform progressive lenses starting at $295. I mean, they can do the really complex stuff. Mm-hmm. But they make it as easy as possible, and we are telling you this as happy, satisfied customers. customers. Yeah. Yeah. So, where can people go to get their five-day in-home free trial? Five days, five pairs, totally free, and you can support your favorite Runcation podcast. Which we appreciate. By going to warbyparkertrial.com slash red. That's red for the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. So Warby, warbyparkertrial.com slash red. Red for your free five day, five pair, risk free in home trial. And you know what? We thank Warby Parker for being a sponsor and for getting me some great frames. So you can see what you're ordering now. Absolutely. So you did have to order a drink while we were there at uh, Southern Grounds. I mean, you, you of all people, can't go to a coffee shop and not get something to drink. Oh, I mean, it's a coffee shop. So you have to have coffee, but I also thought, you know, it was very, it was a very brunch-like feeling at the, at the 5K and at the social shakeout. Mm -hmm. It was a very brunch-like kind of day when we were ordering. So we got a couple of drinks, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic to share with you. And which one would you like me to start with? The Dirty Chai Latte. Oh, yeah. I went totally different. Normally, I am like the simplest person that you could ask for when it comes to going to a coffee shop. Mm. I, I, I like to get the the house blend of coffee black. Yeah, just black. I'm I'm pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. And we actually did get some of their house blend coffee, but we had it at the Runner's Village. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did because so, they had a booth set up out there. Great to support us. Yes, which thank you to Southern Grounds for yes. doing that, by the way. Just yes. remember, more people want the caffeine than yeah. the non-caffeinated stuff. Just keep it coming. Keep, keep it coming. coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I agreed with you. It felt like brunch. It felt like, you know, kind of, you know, relaxed, um, special occasion kind of a day. And I went with something different at the suggestion of the young lady who was taking our order. I said, what do you have that's unique to you guys? And she Mm. said, we do something called a dirty chai latte. And I was like, dirty, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, well, it's our chai latte, but we add shots of espresso. Yes. Into the chai tea latte. One, two, or three. Yes. So I said, you know what? That sounds great. And then she said, it's whole milk. Okay. And I said, well, what are my options? Because Mm -hmm. again, like you guys know, we do six days a week. We do plant-based. 
I, I'm all for doing whole milk, but mm-hmm. I, that morning I, I knew that I was going to be eating some other stuff. So I said, I want to yeah. get something a little bit lighter. She goes, well, we can do almond milk. And I said, yeah. perfect. Maybe it won't be heavy. And then, cause you know, we ordered a lot to eat. So, well also almond milk is one of those, those things that it steams up very well when you're doing it in drinks and yeah. it gives you a good froth and, mm. That one, I, I like the flavor of. So yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of soy milk. And yeah. the other milks are just, you know, trying too hard. <laughs> so <laughs> Trying too hard. So I get the, the chai latte. I get it with um, one shot yes. of espresso. Yes. And it was fantastic. And the, you let me try it. And I just have to say it not was too sweet. So great. The spices were, were fragrant. The mm-hmm. almond milk actually played very well into the, the flavor of the chai tea. Yeah. So I think that was a, a big winner. So mm-hmm. much so that the next day I went back and got another one. But said, I was put, right there along with three you. shots of espresso in that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That time. So, yeah, the dirty chai latte, that was $4.45 for a large. So you're talking 20-ounce drinks. That's, that's yeah. typical for uh, boutique coffee shop pricing mm. that you yeah. would get. And uh, this was just a fantastic brunch drink Yeah, that I would do again. So, and, I'm, I mean, I was a copycat. I got one the next day. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but we also found that they served beer and wine, which allows them to create cocktails, wine, wine. and beer-based cocktails. Yeah, wine-based cocktails yeah. To, uh, to take the place of liquor in some traditionally liquor-based drinks. For brunch. So I had a Bloody Mary after the 5K. We had house-made mix and sake topped with okra, olives, and pickles for $9. And I can tell you, when you have a a Bloody Mary that is based with vodka, I I feel like you can taste the booziness of it. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like, I I don't know the amount of sake they used, but I feel like the sake was in the background more. So it was a less alcoholic kind of flavor or boozy kind of flavor. I know exactly what you mean. I know what I'm going to say about this. So, And I feel like the spices from their homemade Bloody Mary mix shined right through. Really. And the olive was great. The okra, the pickle, the, it, it wasn't very overpowering. So it was, it was a great compliment to say the brunch toast. Yeah, wasn't super heavy. You are not wrong. Mm. This was one of the freshest tasting mm-hmm. Bloody Marys I've ever had. Yeah. A lot of places use pre-made mix. Yes. And I totally understand why, especially if you're doing drinks in large volume. High volume, yeah. Totally get it. The fact that they are able to slow down, not serve as many drinks, but right. serve a better quality drink. Awesome. I think made all the difference. Mm. When you handed me that and you said, taste this, I said, this tastes so fresh. Mm-hmm. The the tomato flavor yeah. was just right there. And it wasn't like V8 or pre-canned tomato tasting. I mean, right. it, and, and, and even in coloration, I mean, it was a lighter red. 
Mm-hmm. So it, it led me to believe, and I could be totally wrong on this because we didn't ask, but it led me to believe that they had probably juiced the tomatoes. I don't know. They say that the mix is house made so, on the menu, but we didn't ask. You could tell. So good. It you, was so good I would have it again. And they also had mimosas. They were doing and, mimosas. And I bet that that's fresh squeezed orange juice. And, I'm sh- and they were, I mean, they looked good. Yeah, they you know they had uh, mimosas like a quick service cart outside after the five k the five k mm-hmm. which was nice for the runners mm-hmm, and with pastries go inside and grab you know re- full breakfast sure like we did or you know from the cart you could pay fourteen ninety five and have bottomless mimosas I'm just saying well you didn't tell me about that well we had to go to packet pickup and things you we know, had to we had to do serious things so this work thing really gets in the way yeah I we had tell to you. we had to. We had to focus, so I just, you know, we just had to go with it. So, okay, fourteen ninety five mm-hmm. would have gotten us bottomless mimosas. Was there a bottomless bloody option also? Not that I saw, but we would love that as well. So, Southern Grounds, if you are listening from a couple of people who love what you're doing, mm-hmm. bottomless Bloody Mary option. Next year, 2021. If you don't already have it. Baby, if you do baby. already have it, that's our fault. Yeah, we just, you know, like, got to find it on the menu. Something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the drinks, the food, all of Southern Grounds, doing it right. So if you're in the Jacksonville Beaches area for the Donna Marathon weekend or for any other reason, go. You will not be disappointed. Not at all. Well, that wraps up our coverage of the short races yes for the donna marathon weekend next week i feel like i just sense because we got so much good content and we talked to survivors we talked to the head of a great brewery and an outstanding co-owner from a barbecue place. Yes. I feel like it's going to be an oversized episode. It might be an oversized episode. There might be some extra bonus content yeah. in the feed mm-hmm. yes. leading up to and after, after next week's episode so as well. I feel like we just got to warn you that we got some so much great stuff that we may not be able to pack it into all of it into the episode. We'll do our best, yeah. but we're not going to short shortchange you guys. Yeah. So we may have a longer episode, but we also have bonus content on the front and back end. Yeah, we can't oversell what, how great this interview with the survivors is that we got, Ugh. and with the proprietors of the brewery that we're going to talk about, as well as the uh, the. Um, Barbecue, barbecue joint restaurant. Yes. It was just amazing. So you guys stay or, or, or look forward to that. That's our little teaser yeah. for next week. Stay but we, tuned. But we've got feed. some extra stuff coming in the feed. You're going to love. Yeah. So yeah. in the meantime, we need you to do us a favor. Head over to Apple podcasts. You know, if you're on an Apple device, click on the podcast app. Mm-hmm. Leave us a rating and a review. We love five-star ratings. We'll take a four-star rating, <laughs> but we love a five-star rating and a quick review. 
telling people how much you love the show. Yeah. If you've been inspired by the show, if you've been made hungry by the show, if you decided to yeah, travel or buy a beverage because of the show, share that and let people know. You have no idea how much that helps us get discovered. Those so those true. new refreshed reviews mm. push us up in the rankings and, and people get to see them. There's like 300,000 podcasts and most of which My aren't gosh. even publishing. And we're we're trying our best to, to shine a light on our, our, our little operation here. So if you would do yeah. that, it helps us tremendously. And if you want to share a race that you've run that is incredible or a place to eat or drink in your hometown if we're running there, places to run, eat, and drink that you have been, please leave us a one-minute message with your name, where you're from, and what you're interested in sharing. And you can attach that as a little voice memo to an email and send it to info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or you could call us and leave it as a voicemail at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. Even if you wanted to share part of of your story with us and what motivates you to run and what you love about it. We would love to hear from you. Building our community around runcationing is what the Runcation Nation is all about. Yes. Not only sharing the tips and tricks on places to go and things to do, but also supporting each other and helping motivate. So share your story so that we can share your story with the others who are listening to the show here. We'd love to hear from you guys. And with that... That's a lid on a, another episode of the Runny Drink Podcast. So for now, we hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening on your commute, as you're cooking dinner, on your long run. We wish you much luck with your running training. I'm your host, Amy. And we want to thank Warby Parker for their sponsorship of this week's episode. Head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash red for your free home try-on Five pairs, five days, 100% free. Yes. Thank you to Warby Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dana. We will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.